It's Left Side Heavy, episode two. I'm back with my buddy, Hayden Barton, making his second appearance to the podcast. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, sir. Not too bad. We are recording on Tuesday, November 3rd. We have completed, what is it, week eight of yes. the NFL season. We will be covering the primetime games. Um. And all the other big matchups that have happened over the past weekend. Was there any games that stood out to you? Uh, America's Game of the Week obviously stood out to me in a big way. Uh, didn't really care for a lot of the uh, the primetime games, except okay. for the Monday game. I, yeah. uh, I like seeing Tom Brady almost lose because just we play them next week and you never know. Yeah, as a as a Patriots fan, that game had me very riled up, and we will get to that one shortly. So I agree. Yeah. Um, but we won't be covering every single game, but we will be highlighting me and Hayden's uh favorite teams as Hayden's Saints and my Patriots, and then we will be covering the primetime games, but not the Carolina Falcons because we already did that last episode. And we will be hitting on any big points and anything that we saw that we want to go over. Um, so let's start off as the host, Patriots vs. Yep. Bills. Now this one hurt. This one, <laughs> this one really, really hurt. And I know the season hasn't gone the way I wanted to. And but losing to the Bills is never. Never something I'm looking forward to and never something I want to happen. Miami, I like Tua. So if we lose Miami, whatever. The Bills, though, God, they drive me nuts. And Cam. Cam Newton fumbling. Yeah, that one. That 30 one. seconds left in field goal range to tie the game. To tie the game. All he had to do was just not get sacked. Just don't lose yards, and we will be. And don't in... lose the ball. Clearly, yeah. Don't lose the ball. Don't throw <laughs> pick. Don't fumble, and don't lose yards, so that Nick Folk, our old beerly kicker, can have an easy kick. Just send it to overtime. You don't need a touchdown. You don't need a touchdown. It would help, but don't risk fumbling the ball. For a touchdown. No, not in a close game like that. Yeah. So especially against the Bills, they look really uh, yeah. they look really good. Yeah, exactly. It's it wasn't the most exciting game. Josh Allen no. didn't surpass 160 throwing yards or passing yards and he only rushed for 23 yards. So he didn't have necessarily the most outstanding game. Stellar game, um, yeah. But he I kind of got... begged my question from last week, you know. Uh, would you rather have Teddy Bridgewater? Uh, I kind of begged my question from last week. Would you rather yeah. have Teddy Bridgewater or Josh Allen? It's like both of them just didn't perform well. No, none of them had really the game of their life. Cam Newton didn't really do much better. He brushed the ball decent, 54 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I don't think he knows what a passing touchdown is. I don't know if he knows that he can throw the ball into the end zone. Um, nope 
No, I uh, I think Gurley has more receiving touchdowns than Cam Newton does passing touchdowns this year. So that's uh, yeah, that's uh, that's saying something. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think combined in total, the Patriots quarterbacks have three passing touchdowns. Yeah, that's uh, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you, you can never not, really count. It's not a stat out. you necessarily want to possess. That's no, just no, no, not. No. And seeing that uh, the quarterback prior to Cam Newton, Tom Brady, is swinging his absolute wrench around in Tampa, six and mm-hmm. two, and he has like what twenty-two touchdowns and like four interceptions. Uh, I think it's more interceptions. What is it like two, six? two, two against the Saints? Yeah, but uh, I think it might be six. Yeah. So it's not, not, not but uh, uh, definitely, I mean, obviously, you can tell there's a difference between playing in Tampa Bay than playing in New England. Yeah, he's the Patriots are definitely missing Tom Brady. He knew how uh, to definitely that commander on the field. Yeah, yeah. But Cam Newton, first year back after a full, basically a full season off. Um, yeah, and he uh, he had COVID too. Yeah, so, so maybe, maybe I'm looking forward to that game. A sorry, lot. what you uh you cut out? Uh, what was that? Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm just looking forward to the uh, Jets game this week for them. Yo, that one actually has me scared. I'm not gonna lie, with the way the <laughs> Patriots have been playing, I should not be scared <laughs> to play the Jets, but I am. Uh, I think they get it right. I think the Jets have averaged points uh, in the last three weeks or so, and I think their average points are uh, just above 10. So <laughs> you're, the defense could keep it in. And Gilmore not getting traded this week is a great sign. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think they should trade Gilmore. I think they should just trade uh, trade for higher draft picks on lower lower people and uh, – in the offseason and try and hit get lucky in the draft. So Pat, Patriots did acquire a wide receiver, but he has 184 yards total on the season. We we really, won't I don't really see him making any impact. No, we won't talk um, about him. Yeah, not really worth glancing over. How do you think the Patriots should handle the rest of the season? Uh I don't say tank because that's not Belichick. That's not his way of doing things. Yeah. It's gonna be Whatever he can scheme up to throw at, you know, whoever is happening. Like, look what happened against Derek Carr and uh, the Vistras. That was the craziest thing I've ever heard. He <laughs> he double covered or put in uh, more pressure on Derek Carr by keeping his checkdown safe and leaving everything over the top. It's uh, man coverage or one-on-one coverage. Yeah. And that beat him. Like, He's so good at scheming up defensively that they can be really, really good coming down the stretch. And there's still another eight more games to go. And I think you never fade Belichick until it actually happens. You never fade him. Yeah, it's it's hard to bet against him. Um, I'm all for blowing it up and rebuilding, but. Obviously, Belichick is going to find a way to try and stay competitive. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know, man. I just like I don't really see any peace on the team to build around, and I think we need to kind of go after and acquire either a young piece, either like a young, more um, bright spot quarterback. Maybe yeah. if Jets get the if Jets get the first pick, maybe try and trade for Sam Darnold because Sam Darnold on the Jets. He shows promises, but, man, the team around him isn't anything that gives him confidence. And I think that if he's in a better system, then he might be able to do better. But that is if the Jets don't fire Adam Gase, which I don't see how they don't. Yeah, I think they tank for for Trevor. Well, I guess it's not going to be tanking for Trevor if he doesn't want to enter into this year's draft which i wouldn't be surprised yeah honestly good for him he he doesn't need to i i'd say he plays a senior year but uh yeah no sam darnold would be a a really really good young bright spot to go after because yeah he he won't be getting a lot of money yeah you know they'll pick up his fourth year and maybe extend him into his fifth year so i i like that idea i like that like i doubt they do it because I mean, the trade for Isaiah Ford from Miami isn't really – it's kind of going against what I'm about to say, but it's yeah, not as no, big of a piece. That. It's not as big of a piece as Sam Darnold, but interdivision trades are very rare, so I doubt they that will happen. But honestly, interdivision trades, they play a lot harder against their former teams. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I feel like the Jets wouldn't want to trade Darnold to the Patriots, but I mean – as a New England fan, I wouldn't hate it if it's for the right price. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe they cut him. I I don't think I don't they'll. Uh, I don't think they'll cut him. I think they'll definitely look for a trade, kind of like a Josh Rosen situation. Yeah, that's that. Uh, that's what um, I'm thinking too. You never know, though. But, it's 2020. Things can happen. Uh, moving on to your Saints versus Bears. Now this was a close game, and I'll let you take the reins on this one. All right. Thanks. Thanks. So I just want to say, do you remember when I said Drew Brees can quietly become MVP? Yep. Tell me I'm wrong after this game. Do do you know? Okay. Who do you think was the number one receiver this game? Other than Alvin Kamara. Exactly. Um... You don't know any, anyone there. And Brees got it done with minimalistic wide receivers. They had our punt return specialist, Deontay Harris, who, Looks like another secret weapon who could really, really come into its own. But he threw two touchdown passes, one to Jared Cook and one to Taysom Hill. And like we had Austin Carr, who was brought up from practice squad. We had uh, actually another a guy I like, Javon Johnson. Really, really uh, good hands, sure hands. Um, and then obviously we had Taysom Hill. Yeah. Those were our top three receivers. <laughs> we still got it done. Is, uh, is Tricon Smith, is he hurt? He not hurt, but I think he only got one catch. Oh, okay. Because yeah. he's a dynamic receiver coming out of the slot for the Saints. I'm surprised they don't use him more than... Yeah, no, he is. I think uh... it's just because he's not... Obviously, he's not top breed, you know? Yeah. And... I think he sometimes uh, people give people. Sorry, what was it? My my internet. <laughs> I, right 
Yeah, no, it's all good. I think it, I think a little bit's mine too, but um, a lot of people or a lot of teams will give Traquan the uh, maybe maybe double coverage someplace. So Breeze has to yeah. look elsewhere. That's what he always does. I uh, I don't want to compare Traquan to Juju, but I think this is like very similar. Not that Juju doesn't strive as a number one, but he strives more as a number two or a number three. Yeah, so if Trayvon yeah. had Thomas back, I think his games are better because oh he, yeah. So I think I when, I agree. Yes. Yeah, so as the go-to receiver, I don't know if you can trust Trayvon Smith, obviously, which is why you can use Taysom Hill, for example, mm-hmm. um, more in the game plan, and not so much like Wildcat or some off plays at quarterback. You can actually throw him in at receiver, and he can. Sure as hell, do a good job. Catch a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I agree, and it's only gonna get better, you know, for the situation wise for Traquan for next week because I'm hoping Michael Thomas is back for what would be a great comeback game. Yeah. You know, the team that he goes off against in Week One, or not goes off, but gets injured, and then Emmanuel Sanders should be back from COVID. Yeah, and Camara is. Could be offensive player of the year. He hasn't had a, a bad week <laughs> ever in fantasy this week. He's he's killing it. Even Murray is getting a lot of looks, at least like seven, eight points a game. And yeah. you know, sometimes he gets a touchdown here or there. It gets a lot of goal line looks. So and and uh Jared Cook, like how I see this Tampa Bay team and this New Orleans team so much alike, just from like the weapons that they have. Yeah. And it's it's going to be a fucking great game on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Um Allen Robinson needs to get the hell out of Chicago. Yeah, if he wants to do anything, yeah. I I mean, he's still 687 and a touchdown. Isn't a bad game, but man, what could he do if he actually had a quarterback throwing to him? I agree. Yeah, someone who actually gave him the looks that he deserves. Like, what if Green Bay, in need of another wide receiver, mm-hmm. what if they trade for Allen Robinson? You have Devontae Adams on one side and Allen Robinson and Allen on Robinson. the other. Dude, that, uh, that's ridiculous. That's that two number scary. ones. Yeah, that's two that number ones. Yeah. Even if uh, – do you know what Robinson's contract situation is? Like, does he have, like, a year left or does he have multiple years left? Um, I'll look right now if you want to just keep cu- talking about it here. But, man, Robinson just needs a quarterback to throw to him because Trubisky and Foles just ain't it. And, yeah, I yeah, agree. He, just, he needs to get out. I agree. Uh, here it is. Here it is right here. He, he's on a three-year, or he signed a three-year, $42 million contract with Chicago, including $6 million signing bonus and $25 million guaranteed. And an average salary of fourteen million, so uh, that's a lot. And they, he signed it in twenty eighteen, so this is his last year, actually. I think. Yeah. So even if Green Bay traded for him and just used him for a run, yeah, they they could have, but they didn't even go for Will Fuller today, who was expecting that, to get traded. Yeah, that that surprises me. Yeah, no, I was very yeah. surprised over that one. Yeah, bring it, bring it back to Kamara. He had a very good game, 12-67 on the ground. More Dude. so on the receiving end. 
is that's what he is that's what he is though it is he's the only really true receiver right now and it's kind of embarrassing but that's how they play you know as soon as soon as michael thomas gets back that'll open up the run game a hell of a lot more for latavius murray and camara and i love i love camara just as a receiving back but man he had two wide open drops you know one maybe it was okay for him to drop but he dropped one that he could have made a a move he he makes a bunch of one moves and then he's gone you know so some things obviously it was out in the cold you know i i don't disagree that the ball might have been hard to catch but uh for for what we paid him we paid him respectively and he is over exceeding expectations he hasn't gotten in the end zone in three weeks but expect that to change you know uh it's gonna be a a bad weather uh, game in tampa so yeah Bucks defense looked sus against the Giants. So. Oh yeah, and do you know? Or did you? Okay, obviously you watched that game and you saw how much New York did, like the little dinky dunk passes, yeah. the little slants, and then took a deep shot. You know, every other time, but that is a very, very New Orleans style play, and that's what beat them in Week One. And some, I uh, we'll, we'll get into that game more, but. Yeah. Yeah, it, they they run very very alike systems. If it's only for Daniel Jones that can be the every down quarterback. So yeah. Um, moving on, to, and by the way, that was a clutch. That was a crazy overtime. Very back and forth. Will Lutz oh. clutch with the overtime kick? Yeah, that... clarify that the Saints did win in overtime. Yep. What was it? Twenty-seven, twenty-four, twenty-six, twenty-three. Oh, ah. I know. Actually, another part about that, too, uh, was weird. Three straight drives, we ended up on Chicago's 50-yard line or better, and we only came away with six points. So there's some really bad inconsistency with our offense. But, again, I really rely that on the fact that no Michael Thomas and no Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, that's that's huge. So hopefully we should expect the Saints to – you know, pick it up a bit more in the coming weeks with their big weapons coming back off. Oh yeah, injury and COVID. Um, yeah, I pray, I pray yeah. that Michael Thomas makes a return. Yeah. Um, moving on to Sunday prime time, Cowboys Eagles. Uh, I wanted to turn my head away from this game. We won't go over it too much. <laughs> but holy yeah, shit, what, what did is... the Cowboy does Dak ever deserve? whatever money he wants yeah, because he was the only reason that the Cowboys were putting up points in the first, in the weeks he was healthy. The only reason why the Cowboys were first relevant five weeks or yeah, so. were because he was putting up 450 yeah. of the game and throwing touchdowns. On, yeah. on yeah. pace for a 6,000 yeah. yard uh, passing season. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so Cal Jerry Jones, open up your wallet, and I don't care if he just broke his leg and crazy injury he had. He could be playing with one leg, and he should deserve more money than anyone. Yeah. He's very valuable to the Cowboys team. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to bring it to is Travis Fulgham. This guy is a certified beautician. Stop registered beauty certified baller this guy is he's a player man coming up from practice squad he's been playing very consistent he's been playing like a solid 
I think a solid wide receiver too, but even wide receiver one, he's been Wentz's go-to weapon the past go-to. couple weeks. Yeah, putting up he put up seventy-eight yards and a touchdown, and that's nothing to really, you know, glance over. But he does it consistently yeah. too. Yeah, he's been it's a every good week receiver. that he comes away with uh with twelve points fantasy or more. Yeah, yeah, no, and consistency is the best thing. But consistency isn't in Wentz's vocabulary because this guy put up two interceptions and two fumbles against one of the worst defenses I've ever seen in my life. So what's up with him, man? Yeah, no, he. What just do the Eagles to... do? Do he is just... it because of their lack of receivers, or is it just or their O line, or is it just is Wentz just putting up pizzas? Honestly, it's it's a mix of everything. You know, like his O line sucks. Yeah, his receivers. He only has Fulgham. He seems to not know how to throw to Zach Ertz or Dallas Goddard anymore. And <laughs> he's not like himself from what we saw in 2017. You know, like he had that crazy MVP season yeah, going for him. He was and unreal. Ever... Yeah, he was escaping pressures and making these unreal throws on the run. Like, he was Mahomes before Mahomes. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And obviously, like you said, Fulgham, Fulgham is just a fucking beauty. <laughs> like, there's no yeah. way around how how he could be but uh yeah no the only reason that philadelphia looked good was because dallas was so bad yeah do you think mm-hmm. cowboys win that game if dalton's in you mean oh if dalton no it, not even with dalton they'd need dak <laughs> yeah dak is, it, is i mean like despite 23 points cowboys did get two picks and did strip once twice with the recovery so mm-hmm. I feel like if the offense capitalized on those turnovers, then the game would have been different. So that's yeah. why I said even Dalton, like even if there's an above average quarterback behind center, then maybe something could yeah. happen. It, it could have happened. I, I agree, but, but I I definitely think with Dak, I think Cowboys are winning that game. If oh, easily. The, if the defense did put up the same performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree. But, man, I just think Cowboys need to figure out their defense. As it all ties back to, like, C.D. Lamb. And as much of a flashy receiver, and it's hard to pass on him, it's just so hard to, like, like you need to upgrade that defense in order to win. I just don't think yeah. they really have the pieces right now to go anywhere. They want to, they be, need... a, they want to be a contender, but they're so one-dimensional. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. They need secondary help and a little bit of line help because yeah. you know those linebackers are beastly. Like if if you told me that Leighton Vanderesh and Jalen Smith are having terrible seasons, I'd be like, How? They're yeah. amazing. They're yeah. they're such forces. And the yeah, fact that I their agree. defense is so bad is just crazy because they were they were so good last year. Like what happened? I, yeah, I don't remember I them getting rid of anyone. At least anyone is significant. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah. So, Eagles 23, Cowboys 9. Um, yeah, hopefully Wentz can figure it out because I like him as a player. Yeah. And I could care less about the Cowboys. I agree. <laughs> um, Bucks versus Giants. My second team now that Tom Brady, the god, is on the team. They come away with a close one with a 
somewhat controversial call in overtime. Uh, I say that's total, um, total bullshit how that wasn't a call. You know, people are saying it was a bang-bang sort of play. I am on the other end. You think it was a good no call? Good no call. There, Okay. I saw three camera views. That, and two of them said it was a it was a good no call, but it was the last cam review that I saw, and it was like you looked at the play like you were on the field and you watched that just right in front of you, and you can clearly evidently see that um, who was it Jamal Dean uh, or one one defender that hit uh, Dion Lewis in slow motion. It was well before the ball even got there, and that was the look that obviously like you can really tell. And uh, when there was no call on that, I was like, uh, what, "What I have to say to that is that throw was awful." Oh yeah, no, hundred. Uh, if Dion Lewis is going back into the defender to try and catch the ball, what does the defender like? There's not much else he can do. He's covering Lewis. Obviously, he's bang bang. But like, if I'm if I'm covering you and someone throws a bad ball like behind me and you go back and you hit me and I get a call for pass interference when the ball is clearly thrown bad, there's mm-hmm. not like what else I'm put in a position where it's like but, what am I supposed to do? Okay, but that's that's the thing with a lot of PIs. You know, a lot of people come back for the ball and the reason why the defender doesn't know that is where's the f- defender looking? He's looking ahead. He's not looking back where the ball should be. And that's what pass interference is. If you go and try to disrupt a, a player, but don't even look at him or don't even look at the ball coming, uh, that's PI. You got to look at the ball. You know, it's really hard to be a defender in the NFL these days. I'll admit that. But there was one play actually that I saw. It was right at the start of the game. Tom Brady threw a pass to Mike Evans and James Bradbury wasn't looking back, right? But he didn't hit, he didn't hit contact with Evans until the ball hit him in the hand. And then he tackled him, and that is how it should be played. Whereas, obviously, it, it's unlucky, you know. Either way, but you see a lot of you see a lot of no calls like that, and you see a lot of calls like that. So it's it's hard to say. It's it's fifty fifty easily, but in my opinion, I think that was pass interference. Yeah, I don't know. It's very it's very subjective, and there's not really everyone's opinion is there is the right one. Mm-hmm. If you think about it that way, everyone's going to yeah, in that way, right? Yeah. So never going to be a hundred percent. Um, it's such like it depends what the call on the field was. If yeah, you, if you could like a tie going to the runner necessarily, because yeah, it's just so it's so bang bang. It's hard to, to it's hard to determine um which one's right and which one's wrong. Yeah, but Brady had a pretty. Pretty like conservative. It was game. average. Twenty yeah, from no, 40, it, it, 280, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked shaky on like second to third quarter. He didn't yeah. really look that good. There's some wide open throws that he was missing. A lot of receivers dropped the ball too. And I noticed that. There was one, and I want to say it was Scotty Miller, but and right in the thigh. No, maybe it was a different receiver. Maybe been like their fourth receiver. Okay, McKinley or something like that? Yeah, that sounds familiar. But he was, like, running a post up the middle or an in route. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, the linebacker and Brady, he was wide open. Mm -hmm. If he timed it a bit earlier than that, like, he would have been gone to the house. Oh, yeah, easily. Because there was no safety help. 
Nope. And Brady just overthrew him. It, it wasn't even that he overthrew him. It, it, when you look at it, it's like the guy stopped running. Because yeah. when you look at Brady, you know, that camera view, he's saying, go, go, go. Yeah. But he, he wasn't going. And yeah. that's definitely where Chris Godwin, if he wasn't injured, would come yeah. back. Or even Antonio Brown, obviously, it will make that catch. And yeah. that, I think, is what we should get back or is what we should get to next. Yeah. Because um, that that is such an interesting subject. Yeah. Uh, Danny Dimes, sometimes. Sometimes through an absolute <laughs> ball to Dion Lewis. Oh yeah, that was an yeah, unreal throw. I got I got to give him credit there, but his wrong decision. But his interceptions were god awful. Oh and yeah, basically you're Tampa. Take the ball. I don't want it. Yeah. Um. So some sideline throws that are two feet out like, of bounds. He throws flashes of like that was a beautiful deep ball, but then he also. There was an interception. It's like, where were you throwing that? That just wasn't even yeah, close yeah, to anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's also a call that blew my mind. It was a neutral zone infraction on Tampa. Yeah, I know which one you're talking on about, Devin too. On Devin White. Yeah. And it was brutal. Why do you I say d- it's brutal? I don't understand how that was a neutral zone infraction. It was... Because he he crossed. Hayden, I think sorry, you're. I, I think to... the Wi-Fi is a little bit. It says that you have uh, some bad bars. Yeah, sorry, I had to pause the recording there because my Wi-Fi is terrible in the room I'm recording in. Bad idea to move up here. <laughs> um, but what were you saying? Um, oh, uh, Devin yeah. White on the neutral zone infraction. Uh, his head was over the ball, and the center snapped it. So. It's like a free play, essentially. But that's if just you... like, yo, like if my, if like half my body is, like if my, if my forehead goes into the neutral zone, that's, that's, that's... more in the league than the ref. Like that's just such okay. a bad call. Well, you, I, as a Patriots fan, I don't think you have the right to talk about that. Okay. Let's, let's go back no. to the Chiefs Patriots no. game on, uh, Okay, no, but that was legit offside. He lined that, up. Yeah, no, side. that was that was way off. That was way that, more offside. But yeah, uh, that, if it was in the neutral zone, I'd be saying the same thing because I think that's just like I'm saying how much he was in the neutral zone. If he's lined up in the neutral zone, it's different. But if he like if he just goes and his head pokes over and you call that, like it's like that's I don't know, that's, that's kind of weak. And I just didn't think it was really deserving of a. Penalty. But that's that's almost like if you get a, a D lineman to jump, let's say, right? Like you get him just to poke his head over and then you snap it. That, that's kind of like the same thing, except Devin White was in a two-point stance rather than a three-point. Yeah, so it just know. didn't look as bad. But I don't know. It was just – I kind of – it was shaky on my part, but it's uh, – I'm, I'm not the football guy, but – I don't know, just watching it, I was like, yo, that was just so, that's, I don't know. There there are a lot of weak calls. There's, yeah. I've noticed that there's a lot of miss calls, a lot of no holding calls this year. And yeah. and I don't, as, obviously as a Saints fan, uh, you know, saying as a no call is, oh, a big conspiracy theorist. But yeah. no, I, I look at it, both both sides of the team, you know, and even if the Saints are versing whoever, I'm like, wow, that's a that's a really bad call. Lucky that we didn't, or luckily they didn't catch it, but yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, 
Antonio Brown expected to play his first game as a Buccaneer against your Saints. Yeah. I um, uh <laughs> it should be interesting how the rest of the season goes for Tampa. Yeah, I I'm agree. Excited, but I'm excited to see it, but I feel pressure's more on Brady now. Yeah, you know, there there's actually something really, really funny. At the start of the season, uh when asked, someone asked head coach Bruce Arians, he's like, oh, well, since Antonio Brown's cut and released, uh, would you ever think about, you know, getting a, a reunion with him and Tom? And his response was, oh, no, I don't want Antonio Brown coming here. Yeah, that guy I... is a room cancer. And then when they signed him and people asked, like, oh, did Brady have any influence? He says, nope. No, it was yeah. all my choosing. And I'm, I'm like, dude. Dude, what? I I heard this. I saw the same thing. I, it's like okay, hundred percent. It was Brady's doing. Like, oh, he's on, and no one's picking him up. Let's get him because he was with me in New England last year. Yeah. And the more weapons that Brady has, the better chance that they have to run for a Super Bowl. But I I wouldn't want him. I'm saying it's, that right now. It's definitely it's a high risk, high reward. Oh yeah. Um. It's, I remember we were talking about it before, yeah. you know, and if he wants to be the number one, he's not going to be. No, and, if if he complains about the catches, then he'll be gone. Oh, yeah. As easy as that. Quicker he'll, than he was even yeah. in. Yeah, he'll be an easy player to cut. And Yeah, totally. He, yeah, he better get his suitcase ready because there's a good chance he won't be unpacking it because he will might just be on the move after yep. – Friggin' week nine. I mean, last year he played one, one week, game, one week for the Patriots, and he was released. Yeah, well, that yeah. obviously that sex scandal, you know. Yeah, but um, that was his own doing, though. Like he yep. started texting like a girl or whatever. I don't even want to get into it, but yeah, he didn't help yeah, himself no. if anything. And yeah, who knows? It'll be interesting. It will. Uh, Steelers, be, like I said, should be yeah. should be a great matchup. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it. Um, Steelers seven and zero, hometown hero Chase Claypool getting the game winning TD. Good to see. Yeah, that was that was sick. After the the two fumbles that he had, he, he almost had ruined one. my fantasy day. Nope, two fumbles. Two? I, I think he recovered one, but oh, he, uh, okay. he had two, yeah. and it was very concerning as a yeah. as a fantasy owner. Yeah. When, <laughs> when a guy that has started so hot, you know, he just fumbles twice in a game yeah. where you can't fumble. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Sorry, I had to pause the recording again. I had to move downstairs to my room because my internet is straight trash. Um, but yeah, hometown hero Claypool recording the game-winning touchdown. Um. Although, like Hayden was saying, he did fumble twice recovering one of them. So, very concerning to see. Hopefully, he fixes that problem. Kind of instill the confidence in Ben Roethlisberger. Um, But, yeah, I think he's showing great promise um, to excel in this league in the future. And it's very exciting to see. Yeah, I, I agree. 
my uh, Steelers to the Super Bowl is looking good right now after a very yeah. impressive victory over yeah. a good Ravens team. I uh, I totally agree. Uh, are there any other games that caught your attention? Uh, very quick. We won't get into this as much just because I don't I don't really know if we like anyone from each team, but uh. It was nice to see that Green Bay actually isn't as good as people think they are. Especially uh, uh, in the running defense. Oh my god, dude. How Dalvin Cook. Uh, that monster. was a light him up game. Four touchdowns, yeah. over 200 yards. That was like Camara against Green Bay. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> that 50-yard scamper. Oh my god. Yeah, their run defense, they cannot handle a uh, a receiving back, it seems like. so. No, not at all. It was nice to see people who uh, who wanted Green Bay to win that didn't win because... Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't... Like, a lot of people see Green Bay as obviously, like, this powerhouse in the NFC, but it's like, they have weaknesses. They just need to be exploited, you know? There, yeah. There's going to be a time where Matt LaFleur taking a quarterback and a running back in back-to-back rounds, doesn't haunt them. You know, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, he's good, but he's old. He's not going to keep up throwing four touchdowns, 300 pass yards a game. Yeah, so, I agree. It was nice to see that uh, they are beatable, even by a team as like Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> Loss to Atlanta in home. NFL's weird this year, man. I think, it's only, because, I think it's only because Kirk Cousins only threw like 90 yards, so... Hey, it wasn't that hard of a game plan. Just give it to Dalvin Cook. Let him do exactly. it. Exactly. That's, like, that's how the Vikings win. People with the name uh, or um, with the name uh, Alvin in their name seem to be their kryptonite. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, man. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on? Uh, yeah, actually, I want to get a couple of your opinions here. I feel like we could do a little segment. All right. Uh, segment here. So I'm going to give you some names of okay. fantasy players this week, and I want to see who you'd start them over with their okay. matchups. And uh, yeah, obviously, most of them are in leagues that we're in. And I'm just kind of in a predicament. But all right. Uh, first one Lamar Jackson versus Indianapolis or Cam Newton versus uh, the Jets. <laughs> I can see the look on your face, and you're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the problem, I, I would say Cam Newton, but, man, like, the Patriots have no receivers. I, feel I know. like Cam Newton will be more effective in the run than the pass, but, I mean, like, we're comparing it to Lamar Jackson, and mm-hmm. he's probably the best running quarterback in the league. And I think with Damian Harris really lighting it up this season or being very a very good and trustworthy running back for the Patriots, they might just hand it off to him more. Yeah. Cam hasn't really looked the greatest throwing the ball. And I think I'd go Lamar Jackson. All right. All right. Fair. I, uh, that one's going to haunt me for a little bit because I, I don't know, you know. <laughs> I, I'm very indecisive with uh, yeah. with that decision. It's just 
I mean, I guess they played a bad defense in Seattle, and he threw for 400. Yeah. Um. So and rushed, but he didn't. He didn't drop anything or give anything away, which is why it's so confusing. Ness. Yeah. No. Okay. I and then another one. Yeah. Mark Andrews versus Indianapolis, or Mike Kosicki versus Arizona. I would do. Mark Andrews. Yeah, Mark Andrews. Yeah. Oh no, uh two sample size is small. And I know, don't, right? We don't know uh who his go to receivers are. He only had like two passes to Gesicki last game. Yeah. He only threw for like ninety three yards. Yeah. So <laughs> I I think Mark Andrews is um Jackson's number one target. And even against, like, a decent Indianapolis defense, Mm -hmm. I'd have to go with the more trustworthy connection, quarterback tight end connection. That's fair. That's fair. All right. And uh, one one more I have. If I end up getting this player, who I kind of hope I do, um, it'll either be Dexter Williams or... Uh, Tyler Urban, Dexter Williams actually might be on the COVID list, which kind of scares me, but I uh, I sent in a, an offer for both of them. Uh, one of those two, two people never really heard of, or um, oh wait, where was it? Or Brian Hill. Next Brian Hill's win. going up against Denver in the Dome. Dexter Williams is... the uh, Both running backs are on Green Bay. Um... I just don't know which one's going to be playing because Dexter Williams... De- it says Dexter Williams has the higher projection, but I think he's on COVID list, so I'm not sure. Denver's run defense is pretty good. Yeah, I know they 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 are pretty good, which is why I'm kind of scared no. because it's like if they get down to the red zone, you know, they're yeah. gonna run it. They they never pass it on first and second goal. Yeah. So. So I think if I had to choose, I'd go with the Green Bay running back over Brian Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's my personal opinion, but I'm also two and five. And one of my leagues, I'm pretty sure. So, hey <laughs> <laughs> man, I beat you back to back weeks in two different leagues. Do you did you notice that? You know what? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> You're a guest on my show. Um, <laughs> if you want to be invited back, then I suggest you just stop right there. I, uh, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you have uh, my. Yes, my standard league is absolutely gone. You which one? ESPN? Yeah, my sta- the standard one is gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sanders and Eckler are both out. Sanders for... could be back, though. Yeah. Um, My Dynasty team is... it. It's like every second week I play good. 
<laughs> I've noticed that too. You're uh, you're right behind uh, right behind Donnie actually in first. That's yeah. that's pretty good considering Donnie is almost at a thousand points for. You know, what am she I? Has, she has such a good team. Oh, I know. She's at nine forty-seven. You're at eight ninety-four. Her running backs are unreal. Yeah, I don't understand how she was allowed to get Montgomery, Kamara, uh, Gus Edwards, fucking McCaffrey, and Barkley and Sanders. But <laughs> that draft of Barkley, Carey had the first pick. And he picked DJ Moore. Yeah, and he picked DJ Moore. Yeah. Now Donnie has DJ Moore and Saquon. Yeah, no, it's uh so I, I never thought I'd right off. I never thought I'd say that my sister is actually a, a great fantasy football player. Yeah. So that's it's yeah. very, very weird to say, in my opinion. But uh yeah, no, that's that's a little statement that I wanted to see. Just because I'm I'm pretty indecisive this week on players that I uh, could be grabbing. So thank you for your input. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. I hope I uh, lead you in the right direction. Yeah, no, no. But so that'll be it for t- for this episode. Thanks for joining right. me once again. No, no problem, man. Um, I'm sure I'm gonna get you on again in the next few weeks at least. Considering football is the only yeah. sport going, yeah. exactly. Um, if you want to throw your Instagram, or if you're working on a YouTube channel or anything, if you have anything you want to plug, go Ooh. ahead. Yeah, man, I like plugging shit. Um, follow me on Instagram at Hayden Hayden underscore Barton. Uh, same thing for Twitter. Not that I really use Twitter a lot. Um. I'm starting up my own sort of podcast thing. Yeah, I might post to the YouTubes, might post uh, to different podcast services if I can end up trying. Just need to get a basis down. So uh, as of right now, nothing. But uh, if I do do anything, I'll obviously say it here first. Yeah, it's in the um, works. It's in the works. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Take care. Yeah, you Thank too, you man. Thank you for joining me. And we'll see you guys next time.